Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today on Origin Gates' daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. My name is Parker Thomaston, and I'm so honored to have this opportunity to share my heart with you. And today, what I want to talk about is something that I received from Dr. O. We recently held a conference here in Mobile um, and had him in to spend the better part of a week with us. And uh, we were so blessed by his ministry but there was one thing that he said um, that really rocked my world, and and I just kind of want to share uh, what I've been chewing on um, concerning the revelation that he released during that time. And in my, I will admit, my mind is is still catching up to all the revelation that my heart and spirit have received. Um, but this is something that Dr. O said that it it really brought my capacity to earn Yahweh's stamp of approval to a screeching halt. And what that statement was, was Dr. O said that Yahweh loves loyalty more than he loves righteousness. What? Like, I mean, man, listen to that statement. Yahweh loves loyalty more than he loves righteousness. Now, as much as I wanted to believe it, it felt like a violation of every religious thought that I've ever held on to. That's pretty fitting, right? It it certainly does, and it should. You see, standing at the finish line is greater than being caught standing uprightly at any checkpoint along the way. What I mean by that is that as we remain in position to see Yahweh's words fulfilled and presented back unto Him completed, we see that it's His love for us that qualifies us and not our own self-righteousness. Proverbs chapter 21-21 says something along these lines, He who earnestly seeks righteousness and loyalty finds life, righteousness, and honor. Now, loyalty is defined as the quality or state of being unswerving in allegiance, but righteousness is the quality or state of being morally correct and justifiable. Now, why has this rocked my world? Well, I mean, look, man, I'm going to be honest with you that a majority of my life, I felt like it was... Basically, Yahweh's love for me was a consequence of my ability to obey His Word. Um, it was something that that I knew was was given because I couldn't have earned it. However, I I have you know expectations that that I must uphold to be able to qualify myself to continue to receive Yahweh's love. When most of the time Yahweh is not as concerned with our progress as, as much as He is our ability and willingness to progress. What I mean by that is He's not measuring us um, by the state of what we're able to accomplish. He's, he's measuring us by our willingness to continue to trust in Him and obey Him and be near to Him and be obedient to what He says to do. Now, I was reminded of a story that I'm sure many of you, if not all, are familiar with. And this is a story of Elijah and Elisha. It's found in 2 Kings chapter 2. And and I want to start in verse 9 of chapter 2. But to give a little context here, Elijah had asked Elisha to stay in Bethel, and Elisha refused to leave him. Now, Elijah then asked Elijah to stay in Jericho, and Elisha refused to leave him. So Elijah then asked Elijah 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Elisha, to stay on the Jordan, and Elisha refused to leave him again. So there were 50 men of the sons of prophets that went and stood facing at a distance, while the two of them, Elijah and Elisha, stood by the Jordan. So here, Elijah rolls up his mantle, and he struck the water, and the two of them crossed over into dry dry ground. Now, Personally, I find it rather unfortunate that this model is still emulated by most of the religious system. What I mean by that is that Yahweh has called us to be mature sons and daughters to cross over, but by a lack of progression and willingness to progress, they settled by standing at a distance and facing the very grounds that are meant to be governed. Now, now why is that important to us? Because you and I are meant to possess the promise. Promises. We're meant to possess the blessings. However, we must continue to give of ourselves to be able to trust in Yahweh to a degree that, that we are willing to go where He calls us to go. Now, here, Elisha didn't receive a, a double portion of the anointing that Elijah carried because, because he was able to do things that other people weren't willing to do. It, it was simply because he was willing to go places that other people were not willing to go. And, and I believe oftentimes, because of doubt and uncertainty, um, I allow myself to settle and compromise for the promises that Yahweh has prepared for me. So let's take a look at a few things here. And my intention today is that this is an encouragement to you to be able to um, just stir you to go for whatever it is that Yahweh has placed in your heart. In 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 9, it says this, and so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? And Elijah said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Now, this is a funny scripture because um, one of the first times I had ever heard anyone teach on this, it was actually Sir Ian Clayton. And, and he said, You know, I have people that come up to me at the end of conferences and they say, I want a double portion of, of your anointing. And he said, okay, I'll give you a double portion of what it took for me to get here also, a double, a double portion of the pain and the disappointment and, and the determination and, and all these different things. And he's saying that a lot of people want the prize, but they are unwilling to do what needs to be done, and they're unwilling to go where they need to go. And so here Elijah um, had responded and said, um, and, and, uh, sorry, yeah, Elijah said to Elisha, you know, what can you do? Uh, what should I do for you before I'm taken from you? Forgive me. And Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So that's what he had requested in verse 10. It says, so he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. So it was said that the spirit of Elijah had actually rested upon Elisha from this point forward. He also had authority over the 50 sons of the prophets and began to perform miracles with the bowl, the salt, the water, calling of the bears out to maul his hecklers. Like these are things that we see um, because of not just who Elisha was, but what he received. And the way that he was able to receive this blessing 
was not because he did something that everybody else was unwilling to do. It was that he went somewhere that other people were unwilling to go. And what I'm encouraged by is there are places that I know that Yahweh has called me to um, that are unfamiliar to me. These are places um, where my my flesh kind of feels uneasy um, just because I've been brought up in slavery and captivity. And these are places of liberty and freedom and, and abundance. Um, but my spirit man feel so alive and I'm so at peace in these areas, but I know that this is where Yahweh is calling me to. And so the battle for me has been in between my ears. It's been in my mind um, in places where I try to justify um, what needs to be done. I try to justify or I try to find a, a scripture reference. And, and some of these things I feel like there is no reference for other than my ability to hear the voice of Yahweh and to be obedient to that. And, and if you are in a position to where Yahweh is calling you out into an unfamiliar territory, but you know without a doubt that it is Him that is leading you, try Trust that. There are things that, that we are preparing the way for, and there are um, uh, promises that Yahweh is pouring out upon us um, that people do not know about because, because He's not called them to that yet. He may be calling you to prepare the way that shows um, a different side or an expression of who He is. Um, but I'm telling you that I'm, I'm more determined than ever that, that my blessings that I am meant to possess, that, that will bring me peace, peace and abundance of, of all good things that Yahweh has prepared for me are going to be a result of my willingness to be positioned in the right place. Um, there's a big thing, you know, in, in I believe it's 1 Samuel chapter 16, and it may be whenever Saul um, was uh, had sent um, Samuel out to anoint the king, and it was David um, that he ended up anointing. But but he said, um, Jesse, do you have any other sons? And Jesse said, I have one youngest. He's out in the field. And he said, um, go and fetch for him, and we will not be seated until he arrives. And Yahweh spoke to me about that. I've, I've spoken on that passage before. But Yahweh was basically reminding me and saying, hey, what is it in in creation that cannot be seated until cannot be seated until you show up that cannot be seated until you arrive and and that is such a big deal because i believe that there are a lot of things um, that are waiting and groaning for the the revealing and the manifestation of the sons and daughters and and we have to realize there's something about transgenerational consciousness and and that is that your legacy is bigger than you your, your legacy is so much greater than what we can try to create and what we can try to fabricate and, and put together. Um, it is something that Yahweh has prepared that is a secondary consequence of our obedience or our disobedience. I've heard um, a brother of mine, um, Damon Thompson in, in South Carolina, and he said that one generation's compromise can become another generation's captivity. But there's also a, le a law of reciprocity, which means that if one statement is true, then the opposite of that statement is also true. And that means that if one generation's compromise can become another's captivity, then one generation's obedience and willingness to be able to believe and trust in the word of Yahweh can become another generation's liberation. It can become another generation 
nation's freedom to be able to walk in in peace and wholeness and abundance. And that is the way that I see this thing is if if we want more of Yahweh, then we're going to have to submit our will. We're going to have to submit our, our willingness, um, which is basically... Where we get willingness from is from our will, um, but it is that that we do not allow ourselves to settle for anything less than what Yahweh has for us. And in this revelation of remaining, um, please take hold of this thing. Never allow quit to be a word that identifies you. You might have had to to limp or crawl or drag yourself across the finish line. You may not look or smell your best, but I want to remind you of the glory associated with being. A finisher. We just finished up um, kids camp here at Gates of Zion where we had an incredible week. Um, Pastor Jordan and Miss Sarah uh, headed that thing up, had a lot of great help, um, and I was honored to be a part of that. But but during this, we had like an Olympic theme, right? And so we had a lot of activities, just a lot of fun um, with all the kids and the families in our in our congregation. Um, but however, there was a, a video that they showed, um, and, and it is so fresh to me and, and so powerful. But it was about this man who trained in the 1992 Olympics, and he had won world championships. He had qualified uh, to be able to compete in the Olympics. This was his dream, right? So he begins to take off in this track race. All of a sudden, he gets about you know, just a little ways into it and he hears this pop. Well, it was the sound of his hamstring that popped off of his bone in his leg. And immediately this man fell to the ground and started crawling and he didn't stop. And then all of a sudden this man comes running down from the stands, right? And the security guards try to stop him and they're trying to to hold him up, but he would not be contained. He busted through security. He got out there and he took this this young boy and, and put his arm around his shoulder and he helped carry him to the finish line. Well, come to find out, the man that busted down onto the scene was this boy's father. And he was so determined to see his son finish. And he knew that he was going to be a part of that finishing, that he had to get down there. And, and this is kind of what reminds me of this revelation of remaining, of, of never allowing quit to be a word that identifies you. So easily, this, this competitor could have laid on the track and everyone would have understood why he wasn't able to finish the race. But he didn't care about his timing. He didn't care about all these things that measured his performance. He knew that he had to see himself across the finish line onto the other side. And, um, and I'm telling you that the ugliest finish is far greater than the most beautiful forfeit because Yahweh loves loyalty more than righteousness. It's not about your performance. It's not about how you measure up. We have to see ourselves differently and understand that Yahweh is honored, that we would be the, the ones that, that rise up and see His Word fulfilled in the earth. So family, I thank you uh, for your engagement with us. Thank you for, for joining in um, and, and just being a part of what Yahweh is doing. Uh, we hear the testimonies of all these different nations that are engaging, and it's so humbling and so powerful um, to see how, how much of a blessing this is. And we honor the leadership of this program. I am, am so honored to be a part, but we love you, family. Thank you for your engagement, and I look forward to our next time together.